know by an upraised hand, he sees and can answer your every need. Amen. Let's pray. Oh God, you can you see our hearts at this time, Lord, and Lord, we know that you're in our midst. Oh God, as we as we see the day approaching, I pray that you would, Lord, just give us strength, Lord. Lord, I pray that in these services we would have such faith, oh God, that we could just reach into that next realm, oh God. Oh Lord, you know our hearts and you know what we what, what we need, Father. I pray that you would answer those questions, answer those, Lord, just our deep desires, Father. I pray that as Brother David speaks this morning, that we could just have such boldness, oh Father, just to praise your name and just to lift your name higher, Jesus. Oh God, we love you so much. Oh Jesus, we thank you for this for this camp and what it's done for us, Father. Oh God, it's blessed so many people. Lord, I pray that you would just continue for the rest of this camp. And we love you, Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen. You may have your seats. How great is our God, the splendor of the King. Tremble. 
These are more than morning devotions. This is a meeting with God one more time. The Lord's going to add another layer into your experience in Christ. Brother David Meir, pastor, man of God, son of God, and we just want him to have total liberty this morning. There is no time clock. All right? We just give this morning to the Lord Jesus Christ, and we want the servant of the Lord to minister the word of God. And so, Brother David, we, we welcome you to the pulpit. Have your liberty. Speak whatever God's put on your heart, and we love you dearly. God bless you. Let's welcome Brother David one more time. saints so good to be back in camp yes we're part of camp brother Tom so <laughs> amen I bring you greetings on behalf of my precious wife sister Anne the family and the church back home and it's really an honor to be here and brother Tom said it's from glory to glory how many believe that amen. it is from glory to glory victory to victory Amen. So I was going to ask how many have a Pentecostal Jubilee, and I don't want to say since last camp, since last night. So I'm asking you the question, how many have a Pentecostal Jubilee since last night? Don't be shy now. Come on. We're at camp. 
And I'm not talking about the organization. I'm talking about an experience. A life-changing experience. Amen. Many people can say a lot about it. Amen. But I think, listen to what the prophet says. If Pentecost started off back there with that kind of a free and going free-hearted and free in the spirit and everything, I think you better go and you do your first works over again. <laughs> Get back to the old landmark again where it started. Listen, I'm not done yet. Come back again to believing in God. Come back to letting the Holy Spirit have its way in your heart. To worshiping God in the Spirit. And doing like they used to do. Get that old starchy indifferent feeling away from you. Get that old starchy feeling away from you. Maybe some people don't like it when I say it, but like Brother, Brother Wayne said it, you have to take the whole book, the whole message. Amen. So get that, that starchy feeling in a different way from you. Amen. Oh, you can have a church like that. Woo. You can have believers like that. Oh, hallelujah. I don't want to have a dead church. God intended for His church to be a living church of the living God. He said, because I live, ye shall live also. Amen, amen, amen. So I'm not dead this morning and he is not dead. And you, I've seen, I've said it many times to young people. And I saw you jump and we were talking with Brother Murphy. We see young people jump. Wow. It's like they have springs under their, sh their shoes. And they're playing volleyball, get in the atmosphere. Amen. But what about the word when the word's been opened up? Amen. When we hear the word, something on the inside is bubbling. It's amen. Amen. And he's worthy of my praise. Amen. Listen, we are at the end of the road. And we thank God for some Caleb, some Joshua's that's ready to go over. How many are ready this morning to go over? Not stand here, oh, and another. No, we want to go over. Possess the land. Possess the inheritance. Amen. Hallelujah. Go over and bring back the evidence. Hallelujah. It's a great land. Thank God for people who's crossed over out of their old, formal, shackled down, ungodly church. Woo! Let me drop some bombs here. A moss back condition. You can look it up. I checked it in the dictionary. I don't want to have a moss back condition. Hallelujah. He continues, Brother Abraham. He says, got to a place where they stepped over in Canaan's land and eat a lot of good grapes. <laughs> I feel good when I read that. You know what he says? Eat a lot of good grapes. That even make you slobber in the pulpits. Woo! So don't think I'm acting crazy. Don't think I'm, a, I'm out of myself, ahead of me, or whatever you may name it. I'm a fanatic. I'm a holy roller. You name it. What? Hey, the prophet said, slobber in the pulpit. But now it's not only for the pulpit. Mm -hmm. It's for all of us. 
Amen. I, I'm not, I don't want to be bolted down. I don't want to be, oh, I'm afraid to say amen. No, I want to say amen. Let it be so. Hallelujah. Amen, amen, hallelujah. Some of the good old-fashioned drank on the wine like Peter drank that day of Pentecost when the power of God took over the church. That's the Pentecostal Jubilee. Hallelujah. So ready? Let's have church. Hallelujah. Let's open our, our Bibles. Maybe some are here this morning and and mom and dad said, you have to go to camp. Or some are here and I just want to meet somebody or no matter what the reason is. One thing is sure, God has an appointment with you here. Amen. And God never fails. Amen. And if there is anything, we've received a blessing yesterday. God was so good to us. But we want another blessing this morning. Amen. So... No matter what it is, amen, Isaiah, he speaks about the, the spirit of heaviness. So if there is anything left yet here that is, is bolting you down, that is keeping you bound, any spirit of heaviness, my prayer is this morning that it may be changed, amen, in a garment of praise. As thus said the prophet Isaiah, in a garment of praise, hallelujah. And I want to talk about the main thing, Jesus Christ. Amen. While you go to the book of Ephesians 1, I just want to tell you a story before we read it. Where Brother Branham, he speaks about, probably you heard it, about this poor man. And he, he, he found this flower. And he takes this flower and, and this flower says... You know, whatever you ask, I'll give it to you. So of course, it's a story. And here this man, he says, well, if I'm a poor man, if, if you could open this mountain. And I could find gold, riches, I would be such a happy man. So the mountain opens up. Here he goes. He sees all this gold, diamonds, whatever, you name it. Takes as much as he can. But the flower said, I will always have to be with you. Now, he takes whatever he can carry. Goes out. Flower says, hey, don't forget me now. Oh, yeah. While he comes back, oh, there's still another bigger diamond. Let me take that one. So I must show my friends I'm no poor man anymore. I'm a rich man now. Flower says... Don't forget the main thing here. Oh, yeah, that's right. Maybe in my left pocket, I still have some space left. Take some more. Eventually, he goes out. Flower says, don't forget the main thing. He says, oh, shut up and goes. And everything closes. Because he forgot the main thing. Now, I'm, I'm talking spiritually. Brother Branham uses it as a story, as an example. But I'm talking spiritually here. Don't forget the main thing. The main thing of camp is we can have activities. They're wonderful. We love them. But the main thing is to have Jesus Christ. 
to have a life-changing experience. Amen. We can have activities and other activities. Amen. But one encounter with God is changing you completely. And that's what these meetings are all about. Amen. So Ephesians 1 verse 17 That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Him. The eyes of our understanding being enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of His calling, and what the riches of the glory of His inheritance in the saints. Verse 19, and what is the exceeding greatness? And, 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 and the lexicon greatness says, megatos, meaning magnitude, the exceeding magnitude of his power. And then the, the lexicon says, dynamis, it's a force, a miraculous power, a strength, a resource, a host. Listen, not done yet. Power residing in a thing by virtue of its nature. So, and what is the exceeding greatness of his power to us word who believe according to the working of his mighty power, which he wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead and set him at his own right hand in the heavenly places far above all principality and power and might and dominion and every name that is named, not only in this world, but also in that which is to come and had put all things under his feet and gave him to be the head over all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him that filleth all in all. The Amplified of verse 22 and 23 says, And he put all things in every realm in subjection under Christ's feet. And appointed him as supreme and authoritative head over all things in the church, which is his body. The fullness of him who fills and completes all things in all. May God add the blessing to the reading of his word. Let's have a word of prayer. Our dear heavenly father, Lord, once again, we count it such a great honor and privilege. Lord, to be standing here on holy ground, Father. Lord, this is not just another meeting, Lord. This is an encounter with you, Father. Lord, we know that we are standing on holy ground. Angels are all around, Father, because you are here to meet us, to bless us, to fill us, to change us. And Lord God, we pray, oh, may you give us a a greater revelation, Lord, to each and every one of us, Father. May we know our position, Lord. And Father God, may you take full control over the service lord and take take me out of the way father and may you speak through me lord god and oh break break the bread of life to us father how thankful we are lord we ask these things in the wonderful name of our lord jesus christ amen and an amen you may be seated so for a title this morning is it okay if if we had the first round yesterday night. So if is it okay? Brother Wayne mentioned a whipping. Yeah. Uh, sorry, Brother Wayne, that's powerful. I'd ra- I rather use the word a knockout. So this is the second round. So if it's okay with you, but we're all together in this. Let's have a second knockout. Come on, church. Let's have a second knockout. <laughs> because, oh, we, how thankful we can be, amen, that a mighty angel came down. 
a mighty angel came down and revealed me who he was. Amen. When the word was opened up, when the seals were broken, it was revealing Christ, who he was. Amen. And I'm a part of Christ, so it's revealing who I am. So it's important we read the word. It's important we listen to what God wants to say to us so we know who we are. Because we live in an age... Laodicean age where, where everything becomes lukewarm and it comes to such a point where even in the message, well, the days of miracles have passed. You know, we live in a time where, well, you know, at the time of Brother Branham, a lot of miracles happen. And nowadays, well, when I pray, I don't even know if the Lord will answer. And, and I've asked and, and, and I've prayed and, and I don't know if God is, is, is still working. That is Satan, the spirit, the Antichrist spirit, trying... To work on your mind. Telling you that he is dead. That God is dead. But I'm here this morning. To say that he is alive. God has never lost his power. We're going to see what God's plan is for us. Amen. Amen. We heard it last night. Those that know their God. They will do exploits. Come on. So the moment you doubt, the weapon says a prophet. He's got you then. So the moment you start, so I'm going to deal with all these these spirits where, oh, God doesn't save anymore. God doesn't seal anymore. God doesn't heal anymore. God doesn't bring backsliders back. That's nonsense. That's nonsense. God is still the same this morning. So I'm going to bring it from another corner. Amen. And for a title I'd like to take, I Speak Jesus. Hallelujah. Let me remind you, we're fighting a defeated enemy. Is that all that? That makes me want to shout. We are fighting a defeated enemy. Now, Brother David, I'm I'm going through some, some hardship. So what? He's still a defeated enemy. So I'm going to read a few verses here. Colossians 2, verse 9. For in him dwelleth all the fullness of the Godhead bodily, and ye are complete in him, which is the head of all principality and power. Now, Daniel 2, 34. Thou sawest till that a stone was cut out with our hands, which smote the image upon his feet that were of iron and clay, and brake them to pieces. Matthew 21, 42. You don't need to... Just listen. Jesus said unto them, Did you never read in the scriptures the stone which the builders rejected? The same has become the head of the corner. This is the Lord's doing, and it is marvelous in our eyes. Matthew 21, 44. And whosoever shall fall on this stone shall be broken. But on whomsoever it shall fall, it will ground him to powder. 1 Peter 2, 6. Wherefore also it is contained in the scriptures. Behold, I lay in Zion a chief cornerstone, elect, precious. And he that believeth on him shall not be confounded or shall not be put to a shame or to a blush. So there's no reason for us to be put at a blush or have shame. No, no, I speak Jesus. He is still the same God. 
Now we see the image. You can say, well, that's in the book of Daniel. It's a prophetic book. Brad Ram says, I chose the book of Daniel because it was a pre-shadow of the great day that we're living in now. The Gentile age. And everything in the Gentile age, just how one kingdom will succeed to another until it come down to the very end days that we are living in now. So we see, amen, it goes from gold, the head of gold, the breast of silver, the ties of brass, legs of iron, the feet of iron and clay. So it's, it's a, the Gentile age. But where are we at now? Amen. I don't want to go into all, all the details because that's a sermon in itself. Amen. But just where are we at now? Brother Branham, he speaks in conference. He says, Khrushchev, and you've heard it before, but just, I'm just building up here. Khrushchev means in Russia, dirt or clay. Eisenhower means the head of this is iron. Iron and clay, they couldn't mix together. They won't cleave one to another. The next thing left is the stone to be cut out, the coming of the Lord to roll into this image and mash it into pieces. So what time are we living in? The end of the end time. That's what is left. The stone to come and mash it to pieces. Let's continue. That stone... The Christ Jesus, that stumbling stone to the word, a stone of an offense, a laughing stone, a stumbling block to the church, but precious stone. Now, sisters, you all love stones, I know. The bigger the diamond, the bigger the sapphire, the bigger the the ruby, the more you love it. Ah, come on. Yes. But we're talking here about a more precious stone. Which is Christ Jesus. So nothing against liking a diamond and, and, and all. I have nothing against that. But I'm preaching about somebody who is more precious than gold. More precious than anything. Than anything this world can offer. It's a precious stone. A load stone to the believer. A stone of assurance. A stone of rest. Now listen. A lodestone. I checked it up. You know what the definition is of a lodestone? <laughs> a piece of magnetite or other naturally magnetized mineral able to be used as a magnet. Or, other definition, is a person or thing that is the focus of attention or attraction. What's the attraction on Mount Baker Camp? There is an attraction. And it's a reality. It's not something make up. It's not just an emotion. It is a reality. It is a life. May there come forth this great issue of this rock that is cut out of the mountain without hands. So it doesn't need any help of any man. God builds his own church. Man can build kingdoms. I've been last week, we were in France somewhere. We visited a stronghold of the 11th century. That sounds old and it is old. Well, whatever was remaining. 
So man can build tremendous, beautiful things. But they don't last. But what God builds is eternal. So don't build your hopes on sinking sand. But build everything on the solid rock I stand. Hallelujah. It'll crush these Gentile kingdoms to the ground. All these kingdoms, spiritual kingdoms, natural kingdoms, and the rock will cover the whole earth. It will be purified air. Those who the rock crush will be ground into powder. And those who fall upon that rock shall have a solid foundation. That's the foundation I want to be building on. Brother Branham talking about this lodestone magnet. He says, I'm thinking about another great magnet. Hallelujah. Someday there will be a sound like a rushing mighty wind. And here he will come. And all those that are magnetized to his spirit will go up to meet him in the air. Those that are shackled down with sin. Those that are aluminum. Aluminum church members. So we don't want to be church members. I'm a church goer. Well, that's, that doesn't help you a thing. I went to camp. Well, so what? If that's why you came, I went to camp. You will go out and you say, I was at camp. But if you come under such desperation, I want to meet God. I had struggle in my life. I'm fighting with this giant, with that giant. But time has come. I will take possession. Is it possible? Oh yes, I'll prove it by the word. Those that are shackled down with sin. Those that are aluminum church members will never make it. Oh my, what a day that will be. Keep my soul magnetized, Lord, with your spirit above all things. That should be our soul desire. Keep my soul magnetized to you, Lord. The stone that was cut is ready to come at any time, he says. And when it comes, what does it do? It does away with this Gentile age. Amen. It's all over. And God completely quits dealing with them. My. God gives us this time. Amen. To be ready. But there will be a time that it's over with. So we're not playing games here. It's serious. It's all over. And God completely quits dealing with them. What does he do then? He takes his church, the Holy Ghost, filled. And only those that are filled, magnetized, as the prophet said, with the Holy Ghost, will be raptured. That's why he uses a prophet, this example of a magnet. A stumbling stone. Some make fun of it, laugh about it. But it's a lodestone to the believer. It's a magnet. There's virtue in it. Amen. Because he wants to attract his people to himself. We've got to be magnetized to the headstone. And the headstone is the Holy Ghost. Christ. And every one of us that's got the magnetism of the Holy Spirit. When that stone strikes the image. The church will flee to it. Back into glory. Woo. 
What is he doing? He's painting as a picture. And what is it? A Holy Ghost filled church. He foreordained before the beginning of the world to appear yonder in his glory. And one of these great mornings, or some that morning, when time will be over, I fly away. We've sung that and sung that and sung that. But it's a reality. Amen. Amen. And you, I, we are going to live it. Some of these great mornings he will sweep down true from the heavens. Amen. Hallelujah. Like a great magnet. And we'll pick up that little church. That has been persecuted. Hang her yonder in the hall of fame. And when she goes to the sky. She's shouting. Whoa. So she's not sitting down. Buckled down. Shackled down. Bound down. No. I will not bow down. I will not bend down. I will give glory to God. And either you worship Satan or either you worship God. Either you talk Satan's language, either you talk God's language. But as for me and my house, I will serve my Lord. Satan hates, hates it when we speak about the oneness of God. He just gets so angry at that. See, the oneness of God. All that God was. He poured into Christ. And all that Christ was, he poured into his church. There you are. That makes them all one. Come on now. The oneness of the God is, is all the way from Genesis 1-1 to Revelation 22-21. As God was in Christ. Listen. Christ in you. When what God did in Christ, Christ does in you. But Wayne touched on that. He's saying, Lord, don't let him go too far. Jesus said, at that day. Come on, help me now, church. What day? Come on, we can say it. This day. This Friday morning. This day. That's this day. At that day when this revelation is made known. Those that know their God. They will do exploits. Amen. Hallelujah. You will know that I am in the Father. And the Father in me. And I and you and you and me. That's this day. Oh brother David. I've heard that before. Well you know what. I've heard that before. I've preached it before. Maybe I didn't preach it here or, or at Cloverdale or somewhere else. But I even believe it more now than when I preached it last time. Like Brother Wayne said, amen, we're not becoming weaker and weaker and weaker and weaker. We're becoming stronger and stronger. Abraham's seed, he grows stronger and stronger in the faith. Because a mighty angel came down with an open book. Amen. To give us perfect faith. So he is the great magnet. The Messiah. And we are the Messiahs. I am the vine. You are the branches. He is the Messiah. I am the Messiahs. 
Amen, amen. And once they come one. You know a magnet is most powerful when it's in contact. That is God's incredible math. So no matter what class you're in, I'm going to make it very easy. Math and maths for believers. Not for dummies, for believers. One, the head, and one makes one. Oh, Brother David, you will miss your exam. Well, I don't care about missing my exam, but I'm sure I will make it to the rapture. Because one, my head is Christ. He's a great Messiah. He's a big magnet. Amen. When he unites with his bride, there are no more twain. There is one body. Hallelujah. We see the bride uniting, says the prophet. Uniting with the word. Why? The word is God. And as the word, as the bridegroom being the word. And the bride being the hearer of the word. They come together in a union. They unite like a wedding. You see? They're getting ready for a wedding. They become one. The word becomes you. You become the word. What day? This day. What's the secret? Very simple. The word is in the bride. Amen. You, had a, you had a wedding recently, huh? What was it, two weeks ago, Brother Tom? Did, your sister, no? Yeah. yeah. I, I just went and... When Brother Tom presents, may I present to you for the first time in public, Mr. and Mrs. Forgive me, I forgot, I forgot the name, but Mr. and Mrs. Jesus Christ. They were such a rejoicing. I can hear I could hear them scream. Woo! Oh no, that's only for the the, the sorry for the African people. That's rubbish. That's only for a certain nationality. No, don't give me that. Because if you will not give our Lord praise, these rocks will cry out. And when this uniting is going on, just like Brother Brownham says, there will be shouting. There's going to be shouting now. And there's going to be shouting there on the hills of glory. Glory, glory. Now when two omnipotents meet, what happens? The miraculous takes place. Listen. A man fully surrendered to God is omnipotent. Mark 11, 20, 22 says, Whatsoever things you say, Listen now, my title, I Speak Jesus. Amen. Now, whatever things, whatsoever things you say, and don't doubt in your heart, it'll come to pass. You can have what you have said. What happens when two omnipotents meet? When God and man comes together, two omnipotents, something's got to shake. And something is happening right now. Something is shaking. What is shaking? Satan's kingdom. Satan's shackles. He's holding you bound. But they're shaking. And you're going to be loosed in Jesus' name. 
Something has to happen. Let's continue. Whatsoever you'd say with the create with whom ah, with that creative power of the omnipotence of God, knowing that He's promised it. Did He did He promise you something? Now come on, you can do better than that. Did He promise you something? And he said it in his word. It creates a power. You know, when you take God at his word, it creates a power that goes out yonder and brings things to pass. Things that is not. And it makes them as though they are. Because two omnipotents have met. There he stands. Woo! So don't tell me the days of miracles are over. Don't tell me that God doesn't heal anymore. That God doesn't save anymore. That God doesn't seal anymore. That God doesn't restore families anymore. That God doesn't bring backsliders back anymore. Don't give it to me. My God is still the same. Christ is that stone. He wasn't born of man. He was born of God. And he's coming for a church that's been reborn again by the Spirit of God. Listen now. Joining you, brother Brother Wayne. Because the strength of that headstone runs all through the church like a magnet. Where's our strength coming from? Our strength coming from our Lord. Glory, glory. Oh, maybe I feel weak this morning. Don't rely on your senses. Don't don't rely on your feelings. Did you feel it? No, he said. Did you believe it? And I say, yes, Lord. I believe it. I believe it. Hallelujah. So many people today, they put their trust in all kinds of things. They go see a, a specialist, what's called a specialist. A professor, a doctor, I have nothing against them. A counselor who has a doctor degree. Oh, I beg your pardon. Yeah, there's no place for Satan here anyway. Oh, let me check on Google what, what, what Google says about the message. Let, 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 let me check on Google. You know, let's Google it. It's become common language. Let's Google it. Let, let, let's Google it what, what Daniel 2 meant. Or, or what Daniel, when he said, those that know their God, they will do it. Let's Google it. <laughs> you know what? I believe Google, he's an Egyptian. <laughs> so many people live under bondage. Under bondage of internet. Amen. Let's me see. And here we have a mighty angel coming down with an open book. Revealing all the secrets. All the mysteries. Woo. <laughs> They're a slave of Google. But I face the book. No Facebook. No, I'm not talking. I face the book. What does he say about me? I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. He is my strength. 
the headstone, the power, amen, the magnet, amen, his power flows through. Amen, amen. I take God's word, God's promise above anything else. The doctor says you have cancer. I take God and he says by his stripes, I am already here. Let's see what Google says, how I can overcome in this age. Google will say impossible. (laughs) But my word says, I am more than an overcomer. So who do you want to believe? Google equals Satan. Think of it. If the people of Israel, if they would have gone to the Pharaoh and said, well, you thou great one Pharaoh. I don't know how they, they talk to the Pharaoh, but anyway, trying to explain it to you. What do you think about God sending a deliverer? Hmm. <laughs> well, that's Satan. That's Google, but it's Satan. Because that's exactly how he, tre- he treats you. He's playing with your mind. Oh, what, you know, what do you think about sending a deliverer? And, and oh, impossible. I have the greatest army. I'm the strongest on this whole world. We'll come to it a little later. How God deals. How God works. <laughs> God, he is almighty. So, Brother Branham, he says, let us fit ourselves to meet that cornerstone. That's why we are here. We want to be ready. Do you want to be ready? Do you want to be ready? We're not playing games, brothers and sisters. No matter how young or how old you can be. This is serious. Because the Bible says in Revelation, His wife has made herself ready. So God made everything. He gave everything to His bride to prepare herself. To adorn herself. Hmm. So, that spiritual union of Christ and His church now. When that flesh is becoming word. Don't fall asleep on me now. I told you already, if one has a jet lag, it's me. (laughs) And the word is becoming flesh. Manifested, vindicated. Just what the Bible said would happen in this day. We just all said it together. What day? This day. Amen. And he says here, amen, exactly what the Bible said would happen in this day. And it's happening day by day. Meeting after meeting. So this is the second round. Total knockout. And when I say total knockout, it's not because of the preacher. Total knockout for each and every one of you. You start claiming your God-given privileges. Start naming it. I speak Jesus over my sickness. I speak Jesus over my family. I speak Jesus over my trouble. Come on, church. There is power in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory, glory. We know the Jews are in their homeland. The Gentile apostasy has already taken place. 
Brother Branham says we have a president like we have. Hmm. That doesn't only apply to the U.S. That applies to Canada, to France, to everywhere. We have the presidents that we have. We have a nation that's broke up like we have. Atomic bombs are hanging in the hangars. And we have a church that is lukewarm. But we have a church of people that's pulled themselves together at Mount Baker camp. (laughs) Hallelujah. We have a ministry that patterns the ministry of Jesus Christ for to catch that stone when he comes. He says, what's left to happen? It can happen any minute. Any minute. We see that the disciples, they received a promise. Jesus told them, go wait in Jerusalem until you are endued with power. So they knew they needed something. So here they go to the upper room. And the Bible says they were in one accord. That didn't mean they had a meeting and let's sit together. And you know, Brother Wayne, what did he mean when he said, I will send you power. And let's have a meeting and we'll discuss. You know, like the Council, the council of Nicaea. Where, where, where they, let's, let's talk about what the Bible means, what God means, what the message means. What the, the message is so clear. It's only people that try to take the message and make it of none effect. Thinking they have deep revelations. Woo! Might as well drop these bombs. They have one thing in common. And that was, we need that power. (laughs) What happened? Once they got the experience. Acts 4, 7 says, and when they had set them in the midst, they asked. You know the story about the lame man. By what power... Or by what name have you done this? A man lame, year in, year out, sitting there, and now rejoicing, shouting, dancing in the Spirit. Acts 4.10 says, Be it known unto ye all, and to all the people around the world, it says of Israel, I'm saying of all the world. That by the name of Jesus Christ, whom ye crucified, whom God raised from the dead, even by him, that this man stand here before you whole. And it ain't done. Verse 11 says, this is the stone which was set at naught of you builders and which has become the head of the corner. Hallelujah. The prophet says it may be later than we think. So I, I, I hope you realize that. This is a state of emergency. The presidents loved or the, the governments loved to say it when COVID was around. State of emergency. But here the prophet says it's maybe later than we think. You see, that's exactly scriptural. The stone with our hands cut out of the mountain and so on of these days. It's going to be that way. When you're going to stream for something, I said to them, you've already had that time. God has constantly warned you time after time. I even said it to my own kids. Why do you quote that, Brother David? 
so we realize that we need Jesus Christ in our life. He gave dominion over all things. We know Adam and Eve, and he gave, he had, they had dominion over all things. He has lost his godship. He lost his sonship. He lost his domain. Satan took it over. But brother, I love that end part. Brother, <laughs> we are waiting for the manifestations of the sons of God who will come back and take it over again. Now, how many do we have at camp that can say, Amen? I'm one of them. Amen. Don't, do it, don't do it for Brother David. Don't do it for Brother Tom. Don't do it for them. Don't. You confess to God what you believe. Amen. Who will come back and take it over again. Waiting for the fullness of time when the pyramid gets up to the top. When the full sons of God will be manifested. What time is this? This day. This time. Let's take an example in the Bible. Moses. Coming back to Egypt. Google. Moses has an encounter with a burning bush. The burning bush had... What Moses lacked. Now, here he receives word where you will go and you will deliver my people. And we see in the Bible it says, I believe it's Exodus 4, where Moses starts negotiating, where he says, I, I'm, I'm the least of, of you know, I, I have no capacity and no capability whatsoever. I, I, I cannot even speak properly. I have no power, no might of myself. I God just reminds him, who, tell me Moses, who created your mouth? Well, it's not enough. So Moses continues, I have nothing. What do you have in your hand? A rod. Well, go and deliver my people. Now, Lord... This is not really a weapon of mass destruction. This is the most powerful army in the earth, all over the world, and I'm going with a stick. Now, Moses, let me remind you, if they ask you who sends you, I am. Not I will be, not I was. I am that I am. This morning, he is still the I am. Amen for each and every one of you. He is still the I am. Therefore I speak Jesus. Oh hallelujah. He goes out. Now somebody crosses Moses. Where are you going Moses? Well going down to Egypt to take over. A one man evasion. We all love that story. But now it's a one man, a one woman battle against all these principalities. The word is being spoken, is being preached. But it's our own battle. Brother Wayne touched on it. We have our giants in our lands, in our land. But we have to fight them. Uh 
going down, a one-man invasion, going down to take over Egypt. And he, he links it. It's like going to take over Russia. The best mechanized units in the world was right there. But God told him, I'm going to send you down to take over. Moses, nah, you, you, you're not serious. Brother David, you're not serious. Have you lost your mind? Oh, yeah. I lost my mind. I've got Christ's mind. <laughs> Amen. That's what matters. We have to be renewed in our mind. Amen. When the word is being spoken, we say, I believe it, Lord. Because Satan attacks here. So Moses, if he would have walked by his mind, by his intellect, his intelligence, he would have stayed home. But who had the victory at the end? Now, what that stick was in Moses' hand. Listen now, church. Don't get quiet on me. What that stick represented. This arm of mass destruction. Is the name of Jesus Christ to the born again church. I speak Jesus. Do you hear me? Moses had a victory with a rod. But now we have the name of Jesus for our battles. Come on. And of course we have carnal impersonators of the message. That's what the prophet says. Just like Moses had to face them. Here he comes, let my people go. I'm the deliverer. God sends me. I am sends me. Let my people go. Well, Moses, come on. Let's be serious. Throws down the rod. Oh, we have some people that can do the same thing. Okay. Continue the quote. Carnal impersonators of the message try to mimic the same thing without knowing where it's coming from. I love that. Notice, the same shepherd's staff that fell on the ground eat, ate up the other snakes. Where was them snakes at? They were rods on the floor and there was only one rod picked up. Both heavens and earth will pass away, said Jesus, but my word shall never pass away. God shows day and day in, day out, Time and time again, his supremacy. Mm. You following? <laughs> when Jesus came to Jerusalem, still building up for plenty of time. He came into Jerusalem and everybody was, Hosanna, Hosanna. And there we can see already the same Antichrist spirit working. Shh. Don't worship him. That's where he says, if they won't cry out, those stones will cry out. If they hold their peace, the rocks will immediately cry out. What was it? Listen now. The very rock that was hewed out of the mountain without hands was coming, rolling into Jerusalem. Come on now. And us little rocks was drinking from it. Woo! Hallelujah. How many are thirsty here this morning? I'm, I'm not speaking naturally here. 
Because once you drink of this water that this rock gives, you will never thirst again. Amen. So he was coming and the amen, these little rocks was drinking from it. Speak to the rock and it'll bring forth its water. So now later on we can see Israel, they go through hardship, they go through problems. Amen. And Brother Branham says, Amen. The people in the testing time drops away like Israel did. I have a trial. I'm a, I'll drop everything. No, don't drop everything. Listen to that quote. The people in the testing time drops away like Israel did. They think that God has left them. Oh, what a lie Satan brings in your mind. Makes you think that God doesn't love you anymore. That God doesn't forgive. That God doesn't save. That God doesn't fill. That God doesn't deliver. That's what Satan tries. But remember, the rock never left Israel. Israel left the rock. And it forgot about the rock being with them all the time. It wasn't out of speaking distance. Come on now. It wasn't out of speaking distance. It wasn't out of hearing distance. It wasn't out of seeing distance. And neither is Christ with the church today. He is not out of speaking distance. So what are you going to say? Speak to the rock this morning. I speak Jesus. Over my trouble. I speak Jesus. Over my sickness. I speak Jesus. Over my situation. Start confessing it. Start believing it. Start thanking God for it. The problem is. We walk by reasoning too much. Brother David, I spoke last last service. You know, I I, I confessed the victory, but <laughs> let me continue and build up a little, okay? Because God is not out of speaking distance. He's not out of hearing distance. He is still present help in a time of trouble. He's a very present help. If you're sick, speak to the rock. If you're sin sick, speak to the rock. If you're weary, speak to the rock. See, the rock, the driest place in the wilderness. But he said, speak to the rock. And I believe. Sorry, Brother Wayne. I had it in my notes, so I'm going to quote it again. I believe that there's a church on its road this morning. A power of the living God. Where man will speak the word here and there. And it will flash like lightning. Come on saints. Satan can't bluff me anymore. Am I the only one? Or are we just the only ones? Bluffing time. I'm not made of that stuff says brother. I'm not. That bluffs. I'm made of that stuff that he creates. I'm his Workmanship. Oh my. It'll flash like lightning. Amen, amen, amen. Oh, if the church could ever get to that place 
to where it solemnly rests upon God's eternal word to be the truth. What a difference there would be. Are you hearing me? What a correcting there would be. What a cutting away where it would be. That's why it's coming to a minority. We see people dropping left, right. Thousand may drop my left, ten thousand my right. But I'm going all the way. I'm going all the way. I started on this journey many years ago. Amen. By God's grace, He will bring me all the way. Hallelujah. Amen. Now he continues to says, What a joy there would be. What a power there would be when men and women would take God at face value. What he said is the truth. No matter what the circumstances look like, that has nothing to do with it. God said so. That settles it. Enough with this nonsense. The time of miracles are gone. Enough with it. He is still God. Therefore I speak Jesus. And Annie, no matter what the circumstance may look like. Amen. In this camp, I speak Jesus. Amen. There is no other name. He's a name above all names. What should be our attitude? Amen. Oh, the countdown is on. And he said, he starts counting. 10, 9, 8, till 0. They won't be crying, but they will be singing and shouting and praising God. I think the brothers reminded you last night, there's nothing against true worship. I'm not talking about emotion. I'm talking about true worship. When the people of God got delivered out of years and years of bondage, they didn't go out there, you know, oh, well, you know. Poor me. They were rejoicing. They were shouting. So what about us? What about us when we see God's plan for us in our lives? Noah. Let's take another example. He received the promise of God. He was building an ark. Amen. He was not only working a miracle, but he was preparing for a miracle. Did we come to camp preparing for a miracle? Now, maybe if you didn't come, I'm, I'm, I'm just preaching the word of God. But saying, encouraging you. Come to church prepared for the miraculous. The phenomenal to take place. Because God is still God this morning and still tonight. Until I'm leaving, we're leaving this place. So Noah, he was getting ready for a miracle. And the church today is not only having miracles, but it's preparing for a miracle. The coming of the Lord Jesus and the rapture of the church. And he says, says, give me a church. Come on now. Ready. Visualize to see signs and to see the omnipotent God. The great power of God moving amongst the people. Oh, the rapture will be an easy thing. How, explain me. How will it? Don't worry about explanation. 
The prophet tells me it's an easy thing. I was, I am no more. <laughs> we might get into that later. <laughs> oh my. It'll be a regular routine. Listen, of following the scriptures and the plans of God. The word of God can never fail. Remember, Christ and the true church is a continuation of a book of Acts. Through who? Through us. He's the power. But now the magnets, the magnetism goes from the head through us, from the Messiah to the through the Messiahs. Come on now. <laughs> Glory. Christ in the true, true church is a continuation of the book of Acts. And he knows. That's why Satan hates this revelation. Like Brother Wayne reminded us, the people who know, who have a revelation of who God is, who they are. That's why Brother Brown says, when the bride will know her position, the rapture will take place. So there's something about knowing who you are. And God gave, he came down and gave us an open book so we can see what is written about us. Not what we think about us. Not what anybody can say about me. He knows that if the people get the true revelation of the true church and what she stands for. What she stands for and what she can do. Are you hearing me? What she can do. The greater works. She will be an invincible army. And Satan will be powerless before her. Doing exploits. Dwayne mentioned it's military maneuvers. So we are, we are on a battleground this morning. I hope I have some soldiers with me this morning. To kill some giants in the land. And when I say some soldiers, that includes the sisters too. I know it was only the men who were sent out on the front of the field, the battlefield. But I'm talking to all of us soldiers. Brothers and sisters. So don't let us alone on the battlefield. I need you. You need me. We all need each other. Now listen. Every demon will obey God. It has to. But everything obeys God. And it will obey you if you have faith. Oh really? Is that for me, Brother David? Well, that's what the Word of God tells me. Now, what is the will of God? There is only one way to know His will, and that's his, that is by the Word of God. Lamentations 3.37 says, Who is he that saith, and it cometh to pass, when the Lord commanded it not? There it is. If it isn't the Word, you can have it. So we, can ask, we can't ask unless it's in the Word. And we can't petition or ask unless it is in His name. There it is again. Jesus, the name, is the word, the will. That's the say of the prophet. You can't separate God and the word. They are one. By God's grace, we've been introduced to deity. 
Deity itself. Jesus Christ revealing Jesus Christ. In him dwelled. Oh my. And everything that was in God, he poured out in Christ. Everything that was in Christ, he poured into his church. So when the spirit born, spirit filled man in faith takes the word into his heart and places it upon his lips. It's the same. Come on now. How many wants to say it with me? It's the same as deity speaking. Glory. I speak Jesus. If you have any petition, you do it in his name. And if you ask it in his name, the father will give it. If you believe, he will give it. It's deity speaking. Every mountain has to go. Come on, church. Satan cannot stand before that man or woman. Woo, hallelujah. All power is given unto me. But it's yours to use. You speak the word and I will perform it. That is my covenant with you. And it can never fail. Come on church. You want to talk about a, a covenant? Let's not stay bolted down. Because the great magnet is here. All, all around us. Amen. He made us a covenant. An unfailing covenant. An everlasting covenant. If you ask anything in my name. Amen. So it can never fail. If you take God's word. And you take it by faith. And you speak it by faith. Satan cannot stand before you. Come on. What? What is you desire, little bride? What do you have need of, little bride? Speak Jesus. Come on now. When the seals were open, glory. Revealing Christ, revealing I'm a part of Christ, we're a part of Christ. That's where he said, I'm not going to call you anymore church, but miss Jesus Christ. You want to talk about authority? Believe me, when my wife goes somewhere and she pronounces my name, she has the authority. Now what about the bride? Miss Jesus Christ. When she speaks, my husband said, do you think Satan can stand with his army? He can stand upon your field, amen, upon your land. If you take the word of God, let me remind you, amen, we were there before Satan was. So if we remind him who he is, whoa. When she gets a true revelation of who she is and what she stands for, Satan is powerless. Hallelujah! This is not a fairy tale. 
It's not just something nice to hear. It's a reality. You speak the word and I will perform it. This is my covenant and it can never fail. Hey, many, many men. There will be a time where he could express himself in the fullness of his Godhead deity through his church. Have the preeminence in his church. Oh my, what? The anointed man, but now the anointed people. Oh my, to bring back the anointed bride and the bridegroom. Anointed by what? Accepting what Eve turned down. Coming back with the anointed world. Thank God for the word of God. For the revealed word of the hour. If that doesn't make those so-called believers of the message shout. Where the seals were broken. Where I can see my name in the book. The thunders out of their voices. Now I know I can see where I come from, where I'm coming. If that doesn't make you shout... Well, I'm not going to feel sorry for you, but let me have a good time. Because when God is moving, when God is working, oh, it's bubbling. It's a power. It's a reality. It's a life. Hallelujah. Thine glory. Now, if you count me a fanatic from today on. The very same thing that I'm speaking of will be done. There will be a power put into the church. And now is coming where the Holy Spirit will so anoint the people. Till they'll speak the word. And it will create itself right there. Hallelujah. I don't need to wait until tonight. Come on church. I don't need to wait another day. If you take God's word, not intellectually, I hear the word of God and something in me saying, Amen to that word. I will confess. I will speak Jesus. And I'm getting ready for the miracle. I'm rejoicing for the miracle. I'm worshiping for the miracle. Hey, many, 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 man. Joshua was silent six ages. But the seventh, and the voice of the seventh messenger, come on, when he began to sound, there's worshiping, there's shouting, and the walls have to crumble down. Glory! Hallelujah! Some people think I'm Pentecostal. Well, that's why I gave you the quote, what Brother Branham says. I was on the way in the plane coming over. I don't know why I'm answering, but Lord knows. Brother Branham is talking about this lady, this Catholic lady, saying, Oh, Brother Branham, how can you be identified with this noisy bunch of group? <laughs> so don't be quiet on me now. This noisy bunch, this noisy group. I'm sure, I mean, they can go to heaven. Oh, Brother Branham says, you know... <laughs> If the Blessed Mary had to go up there to receive the Holy Ghost and act like a drunk woman, how much more you got to have it? 
So there's nothing wrong, amen, being stimulated by this wine, wine of stimulation, being drunk of this wine. They were staggering. What have you been drinking, David? I've been at Mount Baker camp. I've been hearing God telling me. I've been speaking Jesus. Amen. I've been speaking Jesus to my trouble, to my problem, to my mountain. And I'm having the victory. Now, brother David, you didn't see it. Oh, yes, I'm. I'm thanking God. Even before my eyes can see it. Because I know my God never fails. He cannot fail. He can never fail. He can never fail. He's still in speaking distance. So it's up to us to speak to the rock. In the Old Testament, in Exodus, we can see the old badger skin. It hid the glory of God from the people because it was skin that held it. The glory of God was behind the skin. But now the glory of God is behind what skin? Your skin. Come on. Really? Yes. Let's continue. Invisible union. The same Jesus. Same Jesus in bright form now. Woo. Maybe you think that you're a nobody. Listen, the devil's trying to hide you back. Tell you you're a little, some little trod down something. Mm. You're never going to make it. You're too small for the giants. It's not the size of the giant. It's not the size of the dog that matters. It's the size of the fight in the dog that matters. And I'm telling you this morning that greater is he that is in you than he. All these giants lined up. Come on. Our God is mighty. Mighty in battle. He's the great magnet. The headstone, the power flowing through the Messiah, now through the Messiahs. Oh, hallelujah. Deity is not in heaven, it's in you. How can it be in me? By his spirit. Oh, hallelujah. God is in his word, God is in his son, and now God is in his people. Oh, my. Really, Brother David? That's just say the word of God. Now, to let you know that you have authority. Every Christian in here. How many Christians do we have? I want to see your hands. We got 100%. Wonderful. I'm going to continue to read the quote. Every Christian in here can defeat Satan. Any place. Anywhere. Anytime on the word of the living God, you say, Thus say the Lord, it is written. I speak Jesus. I speak Jesus. In these last days, the true bright church, Christ's seed, will come to the headstone. And she will be what? A wimp church. A weak church. A silent church, a church bound down, 
Ah, that sounds better. She will be a super church, a super race, as she nears him. Hey, man, it's coming closer, but we're getting stronger and stronger and mightier and mightier. Hallelujah. And one glad morning, the great magnet will come down and I'll fly away to glory. Hallelujah. Glory. When Christ gave his life for me, he went down. Listen, I can see him reach over and get the devil by the neck. You just confessed you're Christians, okay? So you know what you have to do. You can conquer Satan anytime, anywhere, any moment. Right here this morning, Jesus went, he took him by the neck, said, Satan... You've been a bluff for a long time. Hallelujah. But I'm the virgin born son of God. The sin question is over. My blood is still wet at Calvary's cross. And the father has accepted it. You've got no right to haunt and fool people anymore. So give me the keys of death and hell. I'm taking over. I'm taking over. Thank God. Hallelujah. He slapped him over one side and slammed the door in his face. My, imagine the scene. Now, how many here this morning want to take Satan, the Goliath, by the neck? You've had me long enough. Come on, church. You had me long enough. I heard my God tell me the authority I have in the name of Jesus. So now I'm taking my God-given privileges back. Thus saith the Lord. This is the stone which was set at Noah of you builders and has become the head of the corner. Neither is there any salvation in any other. For there is none other name under heaven among men whereby we must be saved. An African brother, one time he gave me, I love the story. He says, you know when a lion teaches the cubs to hunt he goes out the lion the cubs are watching he's the example the lion goes takes the prey takes the animal breaks his backbone so they're still alive in the animal the backbone is broke then he says kitties go for it here they go They're rejoicing. We got this huge animal. We got the victory. Now let me bring it spiritually. Because I love that story. What a price was paid. And the bondage of Satan was broke. God put back into the hands of man. Way back to what he was looking for. He had to weep no more. When he broke the backbone of Satan. Hallelujah. Glory. His backbone is broken. There at Calvary. The backbone of sin. Of sickness. And it brings. Come on. 
It brings every mortal being on the earth back into the presence of God with the sins forgiven. Hallelujah. Our sins are forgiven. No more can Satan black us off from God. There's a highway made. There's a telephone sitting there. In other words, he's in speaking conditions. Speaking distance. You can talk to him. You can speak Jesus over every problem, every trouble, everything that's been haunting. You heard the word. He can't haunt you no longer. His backbone is broke. And I can rejoice. I can give God the glory. Hallelujah. Glory. Glory. There's a line to glory to bring every person in reach of that line. If a man is full of sin and it's connected him in on the central, he can be forgiven of that sin. So don't listen that your sin is too great. Satan will tell you've done this, that, and the other. Satan. Your backbone is broke. And I'm a born again son and daughter of God. And I'm going to speak the word of God. And it's the same as deity speaking. Glory. Not only that, but the sin is paid for. You don't, have, you don't have to say I'm not worthy. Sure you're not. You never could be. But the worthy one took your place. You are free. Come on. We can start rejoicing. I've been bound by sickness. I've been bound by lust. I've been bound by Google, by the internet, by all these nonsense. But I'm free. I'm free. Hallelujah. Glory. You don't have to wonder no more. Let's continue. Romans 16. And the God of peace shall bruise Satan under your feet shortly. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you. Amen. Luke 10, 19. Behold, I give you power to tread on serpents and scorpions. And over all the power of the enemy. All the power of the enemy. Listen. And nothing shall by any means hurt you. Think about the line of the tribe of Judah. The lion who goes breaks the backbone for us little lions, little cubs, messiahs, to go now and stomp Satan. You are done anyway. I have the victory. I confess Jesus. I speak Jesus. Hallelujah. We are his victory. I love it. He does it all for us. Now he says we are his victory. He wants us to rejoice. He wants us to have a victory dance. Not just the David dance. David dance, all right. But it wasn't just for David. 
Don't get quiet. He wants us to rejoice over the victory that he got. But we are proof of his victory. You are still here is proof that what? We are victorious. Oh, but brother David, my family or my situation or my this or my that. I'm not listening to that. I'm listening to what the word of God tells me. We are proof of his victory. Amen, amen. He himself is working through us, manifesting himself. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. John 14, 12. Verily, verily, I say unto you, He that believeth on me, the works that I do shall he do also. And greater works than these shall he do. Because I go unto my Father, and whatsoever ye shall ask in my name, that I will do. That the Father may be glorified in the Son. And if ye shall ask anything. I would like to hear you young people. And all the people. And all the people. Say that by faith. If you ask anything. Anything. In my name, I will do it. Philippians 2 verse 9 says, Wherefore God also had highly exalted him, and given him a name which is above every name. That at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow. The things in heaven, the things in earth, the things under the earth. And that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. I speak Jesus. Hallelujah. Few more moments. Almost done. There's something about the name of Jesus. When Mary, when she received the word, Luke 1.38 says, And Mary said, Behold, excuse me, Behold, the handmaid of the Lord. Now, excuse my English. But I'm taking it like this. Behold, I am handmade by the Lord. I am his workmanship. His bride is his workmanship. I am handmade by the Lord. Be it unto me according to thy word. And the angel departed. When Mary goes to her friend Elizabeth to tell her what happened. Listen, as soon as she said, Jesus, maybe the musicians can come. As soon as she said, Jesus, the power of the Holy Ghost fell. Hallelujah. The moment she pronounced Jesus, the power of the Holy Ghost fell. 
And the little dead baby in the mother's womb begins to leap for joy. You want to tell me I can't leap for joy? I can't rejoice when I speak Jesus? If the name of Jesus first spoke by human lips will bring life to a dead baby. What it ought to do to Christians who are born again. Young people. Are you hearing me this morning? When you pronounce the name of Jesus. Something is happening. Why don't we stand? Brother Bram says in perseverance. And just as soon as the human name of God. Jesus. Oh I love how he says it. The human name of God. Jesus was spoke by mortal lip. Out of human being. Now I'm making it personal. How many human beings do we have here? How many? We still have mortal lips. But that's what he shows us here as an example. Amen was spoke by mortal lips out of human being. A dead baby came to life in the womb of a woman and received the Holy Ghost. What will it do to the born again church of God? There is power in the name of Jesus. When I was getting ready for camp. Why brother David do you take this this message because the Lord told me a few weeks down for you pray about it seeking the will of the Lord yeah. Yeah. Lord what do we need what do you want to tell you people and I, I had to travel and you know I remember brother Wayne was telling the, the te- giving the testimony one time he was sitting in a plane and I think he was listening to a message and, and, and all of a sudden the spirit came down I am Barabbas So God works in mysterious ways sometimes. But we have to be sensitive enough to hear his voice. We sang it before. I love his voice. Do we really love his voice? Are we sensitive enough to hear his voice this morning? So that we apply it. That we live by the word of God. So I was sitting. I was traveling and I was sitting in the lounge. Was praying. I, I was too early. I thought, you know, the, the the security was going to take long. And anyway, I was sitting there and listening to some music. I said, Lord, what do you want me to preach? And here comes the song, "I Speak Jesus." And believe me, saints, such an anointing came down. I was weeping. I was worshiping. I was paralyzed on my chair. I didn't care who was sitting on my left or my right. Maybe they called me crazy. But I don't care. He was there. I knew God wanted to tell us. There is power in the name of Jesus. The name above all names. But if you can put it on your lips. Believe. And speak the word. It's deity speaking through your lips. You know impossibilities. They melt. 
like a snowball on a red hot stove, says the prophet, when faith steps in. Maybe if, if Sister Avas, Sister Charity and the group, if you, if you can come forward. We're at camp, we, we'll do things a little different. But I'm winding up here, so stay, stay focused on the word. Mark 16 tells us, And these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name. Whose name? In my name. It's not because they're coming forward. We keep on preaching. We keep on saying amen to the word. In my name. They shall cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. They shall take, they shall take up serpents. And, they drink, and if they drink any deadly thing. It shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands upon the sick. And they shall recover. In my name. I speak Jesus. In the name of Jesus, we have the victory. Let me wind up with a few quotes. In Jesus' name, we have... Listen. That came in the middle of the night. In Jesus' name, we have... You name it. You name it. We have, you name it, every redemptive blessing that he gave me. <laughs> so, brothers and sisters, you start naming it in Jesus' name. And don't tell me, tell you, Goliath. How little, how much of a bluff he is in Jesus' name. You know, a little example, and then I'll wind up with one more quote. David was a little boy. David in the Bible was a little boy. But he had to meet his Goliath. So it doesn't matter how tall, how big, how strong. David was little, but he served a big God. And here he comes. Here were some stones that were predestinated for before the foundation of the world that God shaped perfectly. Mm. I love predestination. God was through the ages preparing this atomic power because a Goliath was coming before David. Brother Bram says he took up five stones, which is grace. F-A-I-T-H in G-E-S-U-S. And he started. Goliath made it his boast. And David says, here you come with all your armor. A big spear, big sword. Here you come in this final age with all these gadgets, with all these, this divertisement, all these things. But boo, Satan. I'm coming. I hope I have some I'ms here. You know, that can say, I'm coming. To face you, Goliath. In the name of Jesus. I don't need a big armor. 
They tried it on him. You know, I cannot trust that. But there's one thing I'm coming with. That's with the name of Jesus. And he prophesied. And let, let us prophesy again, church. He prophesied. He said, and this day, I'm going to cut your head. So why don't you confess it this morning? This day, I'm going to cut your head. And I'm going to feed you to the fowls of the air. I speak Jesus. Final quotes. I don't know if you want to start playing, Brother Ryan. Anything that Satan has put upon you in the way of sickness or whatever it is. Every born-again person has an abstract warrant. Has a warrant from God. And the Holy Spirit is here to put any devil out. No matter if it's cancer, tumor, cataract, whatever it is, the Holy Spirit will put him out if you serve notice. Are you hearing me, church? Not if Brother David serves notice. Not if Brother Tom, Brother Wayne, or if you serve notice. Each and every one of you. Maybe you failed yesterday. Maybe you've been through a hard time. But here you are. God ordained these meetings for you to hear the word of God. So you can speak the name of Jesus. If you serve notice on him in the name of Jesus Christ. Because he has no legal rights. I'm the Lord that healeth all thy diseases. He was wounded for our transgressions. And with his stripes we are healed. But you've got to go over and take it. Now Israel, they started out. And God said, this is your land. God told us, this is your land. Go possess it. I give it to you right now. Not I give it to you in, in, in a few weeks. In it, right now. And I'm going to give you a witness to go before you. Here's going to be a pillar of fire. And it's going to follow you. And it will lead you just exactly where you should go. That's my Lord and Savior. He will guide me in all truth. He will lead me until the end. He will bring me at my final destination. What is my final destination? My place of origin. I came from God. And I'm going back to God. And now here I can rejoice because Satan's backbone is broke. And I can serve notice on Satan. You can't get me no longer. Because I speak Jesus. I speak Jesus. Hallelujah. While they're singing, you can join singing. But you can start thanking God for the victory when you confess something. I speak Jesus over my family, over my backslidden brother, over my backslidden sister, over my sickness. 
Hallelujah. Speak Jesus. And you will see. First time it was mentioned, the Holy Ghost came down. And he's still the same this morning. He gives life. He fills. He delivers. Oh, Lord. Have thine own way, Lord. Let it be according to thy word. God bless you, saints. Brother Ryan, sisters. Hallelujah. I just want to speak the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord. Over every heart and every
Thank you for the blessing. Thank you for the answer to my need. I will rejoice. I will rejoice for every redemptive blessing that is mine now. Bless your people here, Father. Bless those that are streaming. Maybe some are in the kitchen or working, Father. May you bless them mightily, Lord, as they serve us, Father. They serve you. Lord, I pray, Lord, may this be a camp. As the song was sung, I shout Jesus from the mountain. I want to shout Jesus from Mount Baker. I want everyone to hear Jesus. There's something about that name, Jesus. Lord God, you gave me this authority. You named me Miss Jesus. So I'm taking this authority in your name and speak victory. Bless your people, Lord. Bless your servant who will speak tonight, Father. We pray, Lord, once more, Father. And even through the day, Lord, may we keep on thanking you, Father. For my blessing, for my deliverance, for my healing, for my family. Receive my worship, Lord. Asking this in a wonderful name, the name above all names. Jesus. The church says, Amen and Amen. Hallelujah. Why don't we sing that song? How great. Give me a key, Brother Ryan. How great is our God.
way down. What a message. What a message. There is more in that message this morning than you young men have ever even clued in on yet. But if you could just catch what was preached from last night to this morning, I'm telling you, Satan's kingdom will suffer a very, very great defeat. Some of you are great in soccer. Yep. Some of you are good in basketball. Some of you are good in baseball. Some have had tryouts and wished and hoped that you would make the team. If you made the team, you'd be great. You'd be happy. Preston, have you made a team? And did mom and dad know you made the team? Did you come through the door and say, I made the team? Huh? Yeah, why? Because it's an achievement. You've made the team. Some of you have gone to university and you put applications in and you made the university and you let your friends and you let your people know, I've been accepted at the university. But if you ever get accepted in the beloved, I'm telling you one thing. You won't sit there with your hands in your pocket. You will have your hands lifted up. You will glorify the King of God of glory because you have not been accepted by humanity. You've been accepted in the beloved. And he's the name above all names. What's up? Anybody heard that expression? What's up? You know, you're laughing and you're smiling at me. I'm asking you a question. What's up? Has anybody heard that expression before? Joel, have you ever heard that? What's up? That's what WhatsApp was made of. What WhatsApp is? What's up? And you know what it was made for? Chatter. What's up? I'll tell you what's up. Jesus Christ is up. And he's risen. And he's alive. I'm not using no app to say, what's up? What are you doing? Chatter, chatter. Babble, babble. Tail bearer, tail bearer. Whoa, 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 whoa. Listen. WhatsApp is a tool of the enemy. I hear more chatter of nonsense. And I don't even read it. I don't even know what you get. But it's not a what's up. It's he's up. He's risen from the grave. He's the Lord Jesus Christ. He's the King of glory. And you speak that name over every situation. And you watch God move on your behalf. Not chatter to somebody, but speak the name of Jesus Christ. Google. I heard today. Google. Every time you go on Google now, I want you to say, Pharaoh. Pharaoh. Yeah, I know, I know. You guys like your Google. You do your search. You know how many times I've died on Google? I got this ailment. Type it in. You are dying. Oh, I got this. I got this ache. I got this pain. Google it. Tom, you're going to be dead by the weekend. Huh? But I get into the scripture. 
It's not Pharaoh. It's Jesus telling me who I am in the Word. And Satan, I bind you in Jesus' name. I don't need Pharaoh to tell me something. I'll take the Bible. I'll take Jesus Christ any day of the week. You young people, I know we say it every every camp. But I want you to go back. I want you to hear these messages. These brothers are pouring more word into you than you can even imagine. You're oversaturated. That is so powerful. That statement's powerful. That statement's powerful. I want you to hear it. And not just hear it. I want you to hear it. And it was a tremendous message we heard this morning. So listen. Next time you put and type in WhatsApp, you just say, what's up? turn it off. I don't care about your status. Who are you anyway? Who are we? We think we get somebody and it's all lifting up self. But I want you to get in the scripture, get in the message and lift up only one person. And that's the Lord Jesus Christ himself. Let's bow our heads. Father, what a message. What a message this morning. We're thankful that you speak to your servants sovereignly from heaven a voice from immortality coming to a voice to a person that lives within this mortal realm and thus we've heard the voice of God this morning Lord I just pray the young people young men will rise up not worried about the mechanics of life but look into the Lord Jesus Christ the dunamis and the power of God Lord we're thankful for brother David We love his ministry. We love the man of God. Continue to use him and continue to speak to us. And as we prepare, Lord, maybe we'll have some time this afternoon in enjoyment. But tonight, Lord, we want to come with great expectation that the word of God, the Lord Jesus Christ himself, will speak to us from the depths of his word. Go with us now, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. One last song. In 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 the name of Jesus. <laughs> in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus.
bless you. Glory. Go out of the camp with a shot of victory in your heart and on your lips. God bless you all. We're dismissing Jesus' name.